All right, today we launched the beginning of a public portion of a campaign that we've been working on. I wanna tell you a little bit about it. I'm excited about what the Lord has been doing. I'm excited about our commitments and where we're going. And so I want you to know that for 1,000 days that you're here with us as students, we want you to be bolder, wiser, and closer to Christ. So we have a commitment. Our commitment to you is that we will make sure that every single day matters, that every single student matters. We'll make sure that we are good stewards of all that God has entrusted to us. That's what we wanna do, that's our commitment. See, there are universities who are compromising, and those universities who are compromising on the authority of God's word are drifting over so that they will appeal to more people and be broader. And here at Cedarville University, we make a commitment to you and we say to everybody that's watching that we will stand for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. We do not sit in judgment of the Bible to make judgments about which portions we like or which portions we don't like. This is the word of God and it sits in judgment over us. It tells us about a God who in six literal days created everything that we see. The heavens and the earth, all that it is, he created it good. And on the end of that, at the sixth day, he created Adam and Eve, literal, historical people, which makes all the difference in a biblical worldview. Adam and Eve in that Garden of Eden sinned and rebelled against God and took of the one thing that God had put there that they couldn't partake of. And from that fall in Genesis 3, we understand that all of us have inherited a sinful nature and it is our natural instinct to run away from a holy God. We know that the Old Testament prophesied and foretold even from the children of Israel coming out with the blood on the doorpost of that lamb so that the angel of death would pass over that one day there would come a lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world. Jesus coming, fully God, fully man, born of a virgin, living on this life, living perfectly, going to a cross willingly and laying down his life to die for me and to die for you with penal substitutionary atonement. He was in my place and he took my penalty and he went to the grave, but three days later, that grave couldn't hold him. The devil couldn't stop him. The tomb wasn't in his way. They rolled the stone back so that we could see he wasn't there. He went and ascended to heaven and he's coming again. That changes everything. It changes the way we teach geology, changes the way we teach all the sciences, it changes the way we study human anatomy, it changes the way we teach business, it changes the way we play volleyball and basketball, it changes the way we behave in our dorm rooms, it changes everything. If Jesus is risen, and he is, then this place should be different. It's an oasis of authentic Christian community. It is a greenhouse for spiritual growth. It's time we let the world know about the secret happening here in the cornfields of Ohio. <laughs> We're unashamed of these truths. We are unwavering in our commitments. As the culture unravels around us, we stand firm on a God who has spoken. 
through his spirit, through men who has recorded his word as though it is God breathed itself, we stand firm on the inerrancy and sufficiency of the word of God. And God has blessed. God has blessed us in that we see students all over the place. Look at you all leaving chapel. Isn't that just an amazing sight? So let's stop for a moment and look at what's happening. Every day at 10 o'clock, five days a week, we gather in this place and then we depart to go about to the rest of our lives transformation occurring through the word of God being preached as the spirit of God uses that word to convict, to encourage, and to grow us. This is transformational growth, not just in student numbers, but also in spiritual growth, but it it definitely is in student numbers too. And so we see, we have some people down here, 60-year class reunions, 50-year class reunions who are with us. I saw Dwayne Frank earlier. You know, you know, about 50 years ago, Cedarville had 960 students on campus. Well, this year, there's 972 freshmen in that circle. Transformational growth has occurred. It hasn't only occurred over the past 50 years, but if you look at the trend line, it actually has occurred pretty steeply over the past five years. We have almost 1,000 more students than what we had just five years ago. So what does that transformational growth mean? That means we need to expand our campus some. That means we need some additional buildings, some additional capacity. And so we're gonna talk about some of those. But God has not only blessed us with student numbers, God has also blessed us financially. We are debt-free as an institution. In just eight years, we have paid off over $26 million worth of debt. Listen, we sometimes look out and we think the Lord can't do whatever it is that's in our lives that we want done or need done. But when we look back over what the Lord has done just in the past five to 10 years here at Cedarville, there's a God that is faithful. There's a God that is powerful. There's a God that has whatever it is you're worried about today. And it's no big deal for him. These are small things in the hands of our great and mighty God. The Lord has been building momentum on Cedarville's campus, and now is the time. Now is the time to advance this bold vision, not for us, not for our glory, not so people will talk about us, but so that people will talk about him and what he is doing on this campus so that God will receive the glory. And so we are launching a public campaign, and in that campaign, we're gonna have four pillars. Let me tell you about these four pillars. You can see them here expanding our capacity and some facilities. You can see that we're also gonna work on minimizing student debt. (laughs) 
I, I figured you'd like that one. Yeah. We also want to make sure we maximize the student experience. And then we want to work on making sure that we are an institution that is sustainable for years into the future. Let's dive into those for just a minute while I have a captive audience. Expand our capacity. Now, we've already started some of this because, let's face it, Chuck's was full, right? And so we ask you, what did you want? And you, in your wisdom, said, we want God's bird, Chick-fil-A on campus. I see one student shaking his head. It's okay. Dear Lord, we pray right now that you... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Barely. Civil engineering, a program needed to be launched. The Lord provided. We needed more dining. We needed it soon. Chick-fil-A, the building was built. Like 16,000 of you go through there every week. I don't know where you all come from or how they serve that many meals, but like, yeah, I do, because I eat there like 20 times a week anyway. But just kidding, barely kidding. Um, and now dorms are full. Some of our ladies are in overflow. We're gonna fix that. We're gonna fix that with a new women's dormitory that we show up here on the top slide. We're gonna make sure that we have plenty of space for those who wanna come, that's to come. We're working on an athletic and academic expansion for our MAT program. We have a PA program starting. We also, in that athletic and academic expansion, will finally have a weight room that is worthy of the athletes that we have on this campus. We are excited about that. Are, are you guys gonna invite me to come work out in there on occasion? All right, I hope so, maybe not. Maybe I don't want to, they will embarrass me, but whatever, we'll find out, it'll be fun. We've got two really big projects left to go in this. Two big projects that we're gonna need to raise a lot of money to be able to do and do right. One of those is the Scharnberg Business Center. We wanna make sure we have a building that matches the quality of the faculty members that we have teaching in those areas, and so this building has gotta be incredibly nice because our faculty are amazing, and so we are gonna work on having a building that will sit between here and the Student Center. And, and other than eating at Chick-fil-A, it's gonna be your favorite place on campus. I'm already convinced. We'll show you more of that later. Not today, but later. We're also gonna build a welcome center on 72 as it comes in. We're gonna make sure that we have a good building on the front of campus where we can house some of our other programs and we can have a nice welcome center so that our guests can actually find their way to our admissions office and be able to know exactly where they're supposed to go. So we're gonna work on that. Okay. I'm gonna look right into the red dot because I believe there's somebody watching that needs to hear this message. We have students who struggle in order to make it to Cedarville. We have students who actually can't end up making it to Cedarville. They just can't afford to pay the tuition prices it takes to make this place happen. And this is where we need you, not, not, not you students, maybe some of you guests or alumni or business advisory council here, I'm just trustees, I mean some of you, we need you to use God's resources 
to fund God's mission through God's people to transform the lives of God's students so that anybody that wants a biblical worldview in the classroom, anybody that wants to come to chapel and be able to hear the word preached and have their life transformed, that they may have the opportunity to come to Cedarville University. So scholarships, would you please? Students, pray. Pray that the Lord would bring along his partners in ministry to use his resources to help make you have the opportunity to, to graduate from Cedarville without debt. That's what we would love to have. So join me in praying for that. We also wanna make sure that your experience is absolutely incredible. We wanna do that through the academic classroom. We wanna do that through global outreach. You've heard it said, I say it again, every student on the mission field before you graduate. You don't have to go with global outreach. You can go with your local church. You can go with other organizations, but every student all overseas on the mission field before you graduate, and we want faculty and staff to help lead those trips, and so we want funding to help make those trips possible so that we can develop partnerships, so that we can be part of the Great Commission to get the gospel out to the ends of the earth because we believe that heaven is real, and we believe that hell is real, and that means we need to make sure everybody has heard the name of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. It's the good news. We've got to take it to the nations. This right here is the heartbeat of campus. Typically what you hear in this chapel is the word of God preached, the word of God opened, the word of God expounded, applied to our lives with great passion. We wanna make sure we continue to do that with excellence. We wanna make sure you have the right experience in chapel and athletic programs. We wanna dominate in the name of Jesus. And, and I don't just mean in Ohio. We want to dominate the nation in the name of Jesus. So we beat up on them really bad, and then we pray for them afterwards and share the gospel with them. Okay, maybe I'm a little too competitive, but that, that's what we want. I mean, I'm just saying, all right? Institutional sustainability. You know, our culture is not going the way that we're going. We need to make sure that we prepare for an endowment at this institution that will make it sustainable far into the future. I commit to you, I tell you, we are not gonna compromise on the word of God. We are gonna stand under God's authority, but you know what that means? That means there may be a day where we have to walk away from federal funding, and we need to prepare to be able to stand now for that day if it ever comes. May it never come, but if it ever comes, the decision is already made. We stand for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, so we better prepare. So we, we better prepare, we better have an endowment that's rolling off those scholarship dollars that's helping our students be able to afford to come to Cedarville. Now is the time to prepare. It's not to wait until after it happens, it's to say we can see things that are coming that we need to be ready for and we want to be ready to stand for the word of God. God can do it. It's a daunting task to think about it, but God can do it. And that's why we are publicly launching to the world the campaign for Cedarville University. 1,000 days transformed. Now your first question is probably, all right, so how much are we gonna try? $125 million. 
Do you think God can do it? So today we announced to the world, Cedarville's on a mission. Now is the time. $125 million campaign. The 1,000 days, the campaign for Cedarville University. You wanna know what God's already done? take you guys on the road with us when we go announce this to $95,609,432 that the Lord has already committed to what we're trying to accomplish here at Cedarville. Now this next part, it's like the last quarter of a marathon. This next part, this is, this is the hardest part. This is where we all have to come together. This is where we have to work together. We have to pray together. We have to all dive into this together in order to make this happen. This is the hardest part. But even, even as I know that this is the hardest part, that we have the biggest uphill climb left, I also know that we have a God that owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and we have a God who's already blown us away with what he can do. And even in the back of my mind, I already wonder, is God gonna do more? Is God gonna do more than even what we have dreamed about and what we have thought? Is he, is he gonna blow us away with what he does for us? Every day matters. Every single one of you matters. And that's why we're doing this. It's not about a building. It's about spaces where faculty members can educate students with academic excellence. It's about places and spaces where discipleship happens and lives are transformed. It's about scholarship dollars that allows you to graduate with less debt and more students the opportunity to have that biblical worldview in their education. It's about having an opportunity for chapel where the Lord is worshiped and praised because he is worthy and we gather together and our lives are all changed from one level of glory to another, transformed by the power of his spirit so that we will be more like him. It's all about transformation. It's all about Jesus. This is why we're doing what we're gonna do. So what can you do? How can you help us? Students, we need you to pray. Parents who are watching right now, we need you to pray. You say, well, that's, that's not much. Oh, wait a second, time out. You have not because you ask not. If you ask your father for good gifts, even if you ask an earthly father for good gifts, which one of you would not give their children good gifts and yet we have a heavenly father who owns it all, who created it all, who sustains it all, who spoke a word and everything we see came into existence. That heavenly father, if we ask him, if we plead, if we, if we knock, if we cry out to God, God, would you do it? Would you do more? He has the ability to do more than we could ever think or imagine. For his glory alone, pray. Share, talk about Cedarville. We need to get the secret out. We're, we're gonna do that and I'm gonna need your help. 
And then for those of you that can, give. Every gift matters, no gift is too small. And every gift matters because every student matters and every day they spend on this campus matters. So let's get the secret of Cedarville out. How do we get the secret of Cedarville out? You know, if we only had something like a big bus <laughs> that we could take and go, I don't know, how would, what would we do with that bus? I don't, would we take that bus and maybe perhaps go all around the nation? So what could we call it? See you around the nation. This coming May, we're gonna take about 32, 33 days, who knows, and we're gonna go to about 16 different cities and we're gonna take our Heart Song worship team with us and we're gonna go out and tell people what's happening in the cornfields of Ohio for God's glory and to encourage them that God is still at work and he's still moving and you need to get off Twitter with all that bad negative information and stop watching the news that's telling you about how the world is all going the wrong way and come visit Cedarville where God is doing amazing things in chapel each and every day. So if we're coming to your town, we'll be announcing those cities later. We've got some potential cities up here, but if we're coming to your town, we need you to tell some other students about this. Tell some prospective students about this. Talk to people in your area. Let's get some great events so that we can go all across the nation worshiping and praising God. Going across the nation in a ministry effort to say, here's what God is up to. Here is the God that we serve. Here is the God that is worthy of worship. Let's praise his name because he is worthy. That's what we're going to do. God has brought us a long way. I have no doubt that God will take us home. 1,000 days, the campaign for Cedarville. We look throughout scripture and we see that God is faithful. We have a saying around here that God is faithful, we can trust him. God keeps his word. God keeps his promises. In the good times and in the bad times, God is there and he is a faithful and trustworthy God and he's a God that is worthy of our praise. We can trust that even with this ambitious goal, God will be faithful. He'll give us what he wants us to have. He'll give us what he thinks we need. He will help us to serve him as good and faithful stewards. So I think the only way to respond to what we've looked at today, what we've talked about today with God being faithful in finances and God being faithful in student enrollment and God being great in the spiritual atmosphere on this place is for us to close out the message today by singing. For us to close out and proclaim great is your faithfulness. From the rising of the sun over the cornfields of Ohio to the setting over the bean fields on the other side of the street. What are we gonna do? We're gonna praise his name. What are we gonna do? We're gonna stand for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Oh God, you are worthy. 
You are worthy of our worship. You are worthy of more than we can give. And God, you are a faithful God and a good God. And today we celebrate you and what you have done. Lord, you bring amazing students. You bring amazing faculty and staff. You transform lives in the middle of nowhere. Lord, you do things so that only you can get the glory and the praise. And Lord, you have been so good to us. So we say thank you for your faithfulness to us, Lord. We say thank you for the mercy and grace that you have shown us. Lord, help us today to worship you in spirit and in truth. Help us to sing for you are worthy of being exalted. Help us to proclaim with one voice, Lord, you are faithful. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.